Blog Talk Radio. Redskins fans, are you tired of the shill with no thrill? The hype of the believe that falls on deaf ears? Do you want a Redskins podcast where the hosts say, fuck your feelings? Then prepare yourself to be hit by a barrage of ghost hands that's stronger than RG3's knees. This is Burgundy Banter Unfiltered. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, whether you love somebody or hate everyone, prepare yourself for Keith and Brandon. Well, well, well. The intro got it half right. Looks like tonight, my man Brandon, uh, he had other things going on. I mean, you know, to be fair, uh, he works hard. He deserves a night off. Um, And the simple fact is, it's a Friday night. He's probably got cool things to do. Unlike myself, uh, where the kids are asleep. And I'm pretty much just laying in bed here, uh, was scrolling through the Twitter, and I said, you know what? You know what? I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to try a solo podcast and see how it goes. It's probably not going to go all that well. But as I was scrolling through Twitter, I said, not only am I going to do a solo podcast, but I'm going to fucking do one on Kirk Cousins. Right? Now, you say to yourself, for the ones who are listening you know, to this cast, which is probably three of you, that's fine. You know, hey, three is better than nothing. But you say, Keith, come on, man. Why would you be talking about Kirk Cousins? He doesn't play for the Redskins anymore. I have a simple response to that, and I see that a lot uh, since the season started is, woo the fan base on Twitter. Why are we still talking about Kirk Cousins? He doesn't play for the Redskins anymore. Let's talk about Alex Smith. Well, I got a rebuttal to that, right? Right now, the Skins are 2-1. and one. Um, Smith didn't look great in week two. We all know that against the Colts. But it's still a little early. So you know what? I'm going to save my negativity for Alex Smith a little bit later. Um you know, maybe before this cast is up. But no, 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 no. What I really want to get into is I want to get into Kirk Cousins. Because let's be honest, uh, Redskins fans, let's be honest with ourselves. We're paying attention to those Minnesota games. Huh? Huh? I mean, I know some of y'all want to pretend like, mm, I don't really care what he's doing over there. But there's people like me who pay attention just to see what a supposed $84 million quarterback is supposed to look like, see if it's a little bit different. Is he having success in Minnesota um, more than he was in Washington? And and to be fair, yes, we're only four weeks in. So maybe the judgment, the harsh judgment is a little bit early, but I'm going to have to be honest with you. You've got a one, two and one record. I mean, I'm going to start it off by saying, uh, I mean, I haven't really seen $84 million worth of a quarterback, but 
anyways, uh, we're going to get a little bit more into that. But I kind of got inspired, right, because uh, I left a couple tweets out this morning. And, in fact, uh, for those who don't know, you can reach me at KGSkins26 on Twitter. But, anyways, uh, yeah, I figured I'd plug on my own podcast to three people who are going to listen. Uh, anyways, um, I don't want to get too deep into stats and all of that because it's not necessary. But what motivated me to do this cast tonight, besides the fact that I'm old and have nothing else to do, um, was basically what I've read throughout the day. Now, I, I don't really respond to a lot of people on tweets, but I will tweet out my own opinions. And I really don't get into the back and forth anymore because, truthfully, at the end of the day, I don't really care when it comes to uh, having debates with people because, you know, the guy's not on our squad anymore. It was more fun when it was a RG3 versus, you know, Kirk Cousins debate. But what I find interesting is uh, I can still tweet out to this day a negative tweet about Kirk Cousins, and there's always one fucking dumbass on Twitter that confesses their ever-dying love uh, for this quarterback. And I, I, I just – I struggle – I struggle trying to figure out what is it with this guy? What did this guy do to people to make people love him so much? I mean, let's face it. He wasn't successful in Washington. We'll say he's successful. They'll, they'll, they'll rebuttal me and they'll keep going after that, that season, that, that nine and seven record that, Awesome, amazing, 9-7 and seven record where the Skins won the division for us to go to the playoffs and fall short against the Green Bay Packers. But because we won a division, this puts Kirk Cousins over the edge. This puts him on top. This makes people believe that the Redskins made a mistake by – not offering him a contract at first or not offering him a contract with the right amount of money that would entice him to sign. Um, People gave Kirk Cousins, or when I say people, the Redskins fan base, part of 50% of 75% of them. I mean, sure. I'm pulling that number out of my ass, but anyways, a lot of the fan base gave this guy such a long leash to be successful, yet every season he fell short. And the argument would be, well, defense wins championships. Kirk Cousins did his job as a quarterback. He had the stats to prove it. Kirk Cousins was a fucking pad batter. That's all he did. He was padding those stats to get that contract to fool people. And when they say, well, how how is he padding stats? Because he fucking checked down all the time. Hell, look at the yards after catch. Regardless, he padded stats. He didn't care about being in Washington. He didn't necessarily care if he won or not. And that's, of course, my opinion. But that's an opinion that I'm always going to hold because when a human becomes greedy over the amount of money when it comes to a contract, you can't tell me that they care about winning. Because if Kirk Cousins cared about winning, he would have signed 
or at least negotiated somewhere near where the what the Redskins offered, and Kirk Cousins would be our quarterback today. But that didn't happen. In fact, Kirk Cousins got with his agent, and his agent was smart, don't get me wrong. His agent knew that the Redskins were in a vulnerable position where there weren't many quarterbacks out in the market, okay? And the Redskins were forced to have to make a decision. Now, we all know what the decision was, and there's arguments to the decision. But at the end of the day, the Redskins offered what they thought was a fair contract offer for Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins was advised, don't take it. You can get more. Now, as any human would say is, okay, well, I want more money. Sure. But is that really an argument for a human who's already making millions of dollars? Now, this might not be a fair argument. I get that. But when you break down the logistics and you really think about it, you decide not to sign a long-term deal because the money just wasn't there. Fine. You take advantage of the market. You take advantage of the team. I'm not going to argue to say that I would or wouldn't do that. But you have to make an argument somewhere that at some point, does money really matter after you're making a certain amount of millions? I mean, I would really like to know what some of these guys are doing with the money that they make. And maybe they are doing things. They're not my friends. They ain't going to tell me what they're doing with it. But my point is this. He was advised not to accept the contract because they knew they could take advantage of Washington's vulnerability. They knew where the market was. It was smart when it comes down to if you care about money. And in my opinion, when you start to just care about the money, I don't think you care to win. Because if you cared to win, you would take an honorable contract, and then you would allow other people to eat too. It's not just the people that are on the team to eat, but you would allow free agents to come in and eat as well, right? Now, some people will say, well, that's unfair. That's unfair because not everyone does that. Tom Brady does it. Tom Brady's done it for a few years now. He takes left. At the end of the day, he's a, he's a you know, millionaire. Tom Brady cares about winning. And that's what Tom Brady has done course yeah he's lost too but at least he gets there at least he gives the fans an opportunity for a chance he gives the fans hope and most of the time the hopes come true Kirk Cousins though what fucking hope is he given anything a division win with a 9-7 and seven record in a division that was awful that's the hope he gives and everyone falls in love with the guy why? Is it because we are vulnerable as fans? Is it because we haven't won for so many years that finally when we taste a winning season with a division, we think that this is the forever guy? This is our forever guy. This is our franchise quarterback. Get the fuck out of here. And here's why I have this attitude. And I'm not going to get deep into it. Most of you who follow me on Twitter, y'all know. You guys know what my feelings were for RG3. Why didn't RG3 have such a long leash? Why were people throwing this man in the dumpster because of injury? I mean, he won the division. He took us to the playoffs. 
it was pretty exciting up until he got hurt. And then we all know what happened from there. Now, I'm not trying to make this an RG3 discussion. I'm past RG3, right? That's why I focus on Kirk Cousins so much. And the only reason why I'm focused on Kirk Cousins now is because everyone runs around and acts like that, you know, they don't care about Kirk Cousins, but yet at the same time, they got the googly eyes on one TV and the other googly eye on the other TV, right? You guys are paying attention because, truthfully, you don't want to see him have success. And I can't stand the fans who sit there and say, oh, well, I hope he does well. You're going to hope the same thing when we play against him? If we ever match up, you're going to say, oh, well, he was a former Redskin. I hope he does well because I'm positive. I'm a rah-rah fan. Get the fuck out of here with your positivity, right? Seriously. No one gives a shit about Kirk Cousins. Or let me rephrase that. No one should give a shit. However. We still talk about it because it's still a story, and it's still an interesting story. It's an interesting story on how everything developed, and there are still Kirk Cousins stands out there. I mean, I argued with one today. He confessed his ever-dying love for Kirk Cousins, and he's so upset with the team. He's so upset with the team for letting him go. We're already week four into the season, and someone's still confessing their ever-dying love. So I don't ever want to fucking hear anyone try to dictate what we could talk about on Twitter. Get the fuck out of here. We're talking about football. If I want to talk about rainbows and unicorns, I'm going to go to rainbow and unicorn Twitter. But until then, if I want to talk about fucking Kirk Cousins, if I want to laugh because he sucks, because he sucked last week, I'm going to do that. And not a single person on Twitter is going to make me feel guilty for wanting to talk about fucking football and for wanting to talk about fucking Kirk Cousins because you know what? A lot of you motherfuckers talked about RG3 uh, even when he wasn't even in the NFL. And then when he signed with the Ravens, motherfuckers were talking about him then. And they were Redskins fans. So stop with all that fucking drama bullshit acting like uh, we should just be talking about Alex Smith and the current team. Okay, let Alex Smith get a full season in. Let him get a full season in. Let's see where our season goes. I'd be quiet right now. But if Alex Smith sucks, yeah, I'm going to be talking again. No one's safe, especially at the quarterback position. And I'm tired of hearing excuses about, well, Kirk Cousins didn't have a defense. I don't give a fuck. The guy wants 84 fucking million. Okay. He wants 84 fucking million. You might as well put 11 Kirk Cousins out there then. Motherfucker better play elite. You want to get paid elite? You better play elite. And right now, he's proven that he's not elite. Or upset and still hurt that he's no longer with the skins. And granted, no one has faith in front office decisions. So that's probably why they, they disagree, because they think it was a wrong decision. Because most of the time, the front office makes poor decisions. This is the first year in a long time that I've seen decisions being made in that front office that actually make sense. So maybe we're on a different path. But until then, I'm still going to laugh on Twitter about Kirk Cousins. I'm still going to watch Viking Twitter because I'll tell you what, the shit is hilarious. Week four, and you already got people trashing them, saying the same shit that our fan base used to say. But it's worse in their case because that team is in debt $84 million to a quarterback who is 1-2-1. One, one. 
you guys miss that? That's what you guys want? Come on. Come on. Get fucking real, right? Get over that 9-7 and seven division win, right? Get over it. Because your boy wasn't winning shit then, and your boy's not going to win shit now, right? Now, do I think he sucks that bad? No. Kirk Cousins can be a good quarterback. He's shown in games where he can be a good quarterback. But can he be a consistent quarterback? Nope. Can he win in the clutch? He did before he became a starter. I don't know what happened, though, once he became a starter. He wasn't clutch. You guys wanted the Redskins to shell out. You wanted the front office to shell out all this money for a quarterback who didn't win? Get the fuck out of here. Now, do you think that I think that Alex Smith is the answer? That's going to be a no for me, dog. I don't. But I can tell you right now the difference that I have from week four to what I felt last year in week four is at least we have a quarterback who makes better decisions. Now, that could hurt us later on down the road when it comes to uh, certain decision-making, not taking chances down the field. Alex Smith has his issues. Um, I've been shaky with Alex Smith since his career, uh, but I'm not going to sit here and act like that I followed him through you know, San Francisco and I know everything that he did in Kansas City. There's that one stat that still bothers me a little bit. You know, going consecutive games, I think it was a full season and maybe more, I don't know, where he didn't throw a touchdown to a receiver. I don't know. I got a problem with that. But anyways, off the subject, when it comes down to it, Kirk Cousins is trash. Kirk Cousins will always be trash. And the fact that people completely just destroys my mind. At the end of the day, what we had was a quarterback who didn't want to be in Washington. He never wanted to be in Washington. He played with a chip on his shoulder, and that's fine, because sometimes when you play with a chip on your shoulder, you win. The problem with Kirk Cousins is he played with a chip on his shoulder, and he didn't win. But Kirk Cousins wanted to take advantage of the market. He wanted to get paid like he was an elite quarterback. When in reality, Kirk Cousins took advantage of the system because the uh, quarterback position was so anemic. Well, guess what? Kirk Cousins is an anemic quarterback, and he's proven it. And I guarantee you by season's end, still the same way that we did. But what's funny is, is I also come across tweets where there are Viking fans who find him to be the savior. And I just feel like Kirk Cousins is just a damn cult leader. That's what it boils down to. Kirk Cousins is a cult leader. Now, in my eyes, Kirk Cousins is a fake-ass Christian who pretended that he was like one of us when in reality he's nothing like us. I don't know about you, but I don't have $84 million in my bank account, and I will never have $84 million in my bank account. So stop it with your van driving. Stop it with starter jackets. Get the fuck out of here, bro. You're not one of us. You're a greedy-ass wannabe Christian 
speaks that for against him when in reality he never won enough for people to be for him. So here's what I have to say. If you enjoy your fucking greedy-ass career over there, I ain't salty about you leaving. And me personally, I don't give a fuck how much he gets paid because it's not the front office that's paying him for the team that I like. That's for sure. So we're not wasting our money in that category. And to the people who continue to cape for this guy, when you're done drinking the fucking Kool-Aid, please let me know. Half of you stop drinking it. And I'm thankful for that. But there's still some of you out there that are just mesmerized by old blue eyes. And I have no idea why. So while we sit with a two-in-one record, and I'm not going to act like that we're absolutely amazing, better than one, two, and one. It's better than watching your quarterback play primetime games and lose. So I'm excited to see what's in store for the rest of the season with us. And, yeah, I'll still keep my eyes on Kirk Cousins because I want to continue driving the point that I've always been right about this guy and a lot of people have been wrong. That's it. Now, with this pod, I didn't bring you stats. I didn't bring you – no. I'll even go as far as to say I didn't come with all facts. I came with a lot of opinion. But I'll tell you what, my opinion has never changed. I've always stayed true to what I've thought. Do I think RG3 was a better quarterback than Kirk Cousins? That is debatable. I'll go as far as to say that's debatable. But one thing RG3 was over Kirk Cousins was an energetic guy who loved playing for the Redskins, and all he wanted to do was win. And what did most fans do? They shit on him. Right? So then old boy Wonder comes in, takes over, gets the starting position. He's boring. I mean, who the fuck cares about Lord of the Rings? Not many people really care about Creed's greatest hits. And a lot of people aren't throwing tens up in the weight room. We don't care that he wears starter jackets and that he drives a van that he's had all his life. The guy was boring. He played boring. He played safe. And yet, for some reason, he got a pass from a lot of fans. He got a pass. Why? Because he was not injured. He came to play. He did what he had to do. He won some games. But when he lost, he lost a lot of stupid fucking games. Regardless if you argue he had a defense or our defense sucked or we missed a field goal, and that field goal was a field goal short from the playoffs. Man, get the fuck out of here. At the end of the day, this fan base doesn't really know what the fuck they want. But anytime we taste some kind of success, we get all up in arms and we start standing for certain people. And truthfully, at the end of the day, I don't even know why we stand for half these people because none of them have fucking won for us. Am I negative about the Redskins? Sure I am. I've been a fan my entire life. I've invested my money. 
My dad invested his money. We love our team when they win, and I hate my team when they fucking lose. And I hate them even worse when they lose winnable games. But you know what? That's what makes me a different kind of fan. But I don't like when people make me feel like because I don't wear a Redskins hat every day that I'm not a real fan. That narrative is old and played out, too. And I'm sick of having to argue that on Twitter when people come at me with that bullshit because I don't raw-raw for my team. I don't love them the way that you do. No, the difference is is I have other interested life besides the Redskins, and I know how to, like, divide up my attention, right? Like, I don't need to go make costumes and go stand out saying catchy phrase lines at FedEx or making YouTube videos to show my true fanship. At the end of the day, I know what I like. I know what I enjoy doing, and that's what I do. If I've got an opinion you don't like, by all means, fucking debate me. But if you insult me, yeah, I'm going to troll the shit out of you because that's what I do. But if you want to have an intellectual conversation with me, even if it's things that I still to this day will argue, sure. But don't use the excuse of, you're a troll, that's what you do. Why? Because I don't like Kirk Cousins? Because I've said that for three fucking years? That makes me a troll? Fuck out of here. I'm no troll. You hear my voice right now. But if it comes down to it, and if I need to spit facts, I will spit facts. But if you've noticed on my Twitter, I don't do that. I don't waste my time. What I need to spit facts for. It's all about the win-loss record for me. When are you people not going to understand that? It's about the win-loss. If we win, great. If we lose, I'm going to talk shit. That's just what, what I do. So with the last remaining minutes that I have this podcast, and to be honest with you, I don't even know what the fuck I've talked about. I know I've jumped about Kirk Cousins here and over there and over there. I don't know. Maybe there's no substance to this podcast. But in the final seconds, just know, Kirk Cousins fucking sucks. He sucked as a Redskin. He's going to suck as a Viking. And I'm going to continue to laugh at it whether you like it or not because the shit's funny to me and just know as a huge fan of this team by end of season if we're not winning because I'm going to serve his ass ghost hands just as well and if one person tells me I'm not a fan because I don't uplift our team it ain't my fucking job to do that I'm not a cheerleader I don't get paid to rah-rah I don't get paid to go sit in the end zone and slam my hands down on the padded walls. I sit there and I cheer and I laugh at drunk people. That's what football is to me. It's fun and exciting. No one's going to dictate what I talk about, who I like, who I dislike. And if you decide that you want to debate me, but the only stu- substance you have is to call me an idiot or tell me I'm a moron or I don't know anything about football, yeah, I'm going to troll you because that shit's funny to me. So with that being said, 
thanks to the three of you who are going to listen to this podcast. Maybe, if I'm lucky. Got Brandon's mom. It's been a pleasure spending 30 minutes talking Redskins football. Hope you guys enjoy this nod substance of a podcast talking about Kirk Cousins. When it's all said and done, hell to the Redskins. I love my team. I know you love your team too. We're all passionate in different ways. I hope we end up uh, having a good season. I like what I've seen so far. I'm sure you have too. So hopefully Alex Smith doesn't get this smoke. But I have a feeling it's going to happen, and that's the glass half-empty side of me. Oh, Alex Smith is going to get the smoke. Peace out, y'all.